Good morning. It's April 25th, another sunny and pleasant morning in New York, and this is your Indignity Morning Podcast. I'm your host, Tom Skoka, taking a look at the day and the news. And boy, is there a lot of news. Joe Biden is running for president again, officially, with the release this morning of a three-minute campaign commercial in lieu of a live speech, let alone a press conference or any other sort of unscripted or spontaneous situation in which the president would have to demonstrate his agility and preparedness. This is not a time to be complacent, the video said, as it urged the public to renominate and reelect an 80-year-old man rather than think about what the viable alternatives might be. Donald Trump, the 76-year-old apparent Republican frontrunner for 2020, around whom the Biden ad is organized, faces the beginning of a civil trial in New York today with the writer Eugene Carroll suing him for sexual assault and for defamation for calling her a liar when she said that he had sexually assaulted her. 92-year-old Rupert Murdoch fired Tucker Carlson yesterday without warning from his 8 p.m. Fox News show. Explanations abound about how Carlson may have insulted the leadership at Fox, or exposed the company to liability in past and future lawsuits. But none of those stories seems especially persuasive. Carlson was already doing all these things or things like them while remaining the highest rated host on cable news. And the problem with any theory about how he was steadily working his way toward his downfall is that nobody, not Tucker Carlson, not the many, many people who cover the travails of Fox News, saw it coming. There was no coverage of Tucker Carlson being on the ropes, no leaks from the network, about how management was getting tired of him, all of which adds up to the conclusion that Rupert Murdoch woke up yesterday morning and decided he personally was done with Carlson. Someone in turn tried to spin this as a story about Rupert Murdoch's increasingly erratic behavior as he ages, but knifing a powerful, popular, and lucrative underling is the sort of thing that Rupert Murdoch has been doing his entire life, including to his own children. Whatever lessons people may want to derive from the termination of the nation's most popular white nationalist TV personality, and the comeuppance of a truly unpleasant person and a pathological liar. It's not likely that the answers are going to be found anywhere in the realms of ethics or morality. Fundamentally, the way it played out is a reminder that the most powerful, persistent propaganda machine in the country is in the hands of one lone mercurial man who is neither accountable nor predictable. Also yesterday, Don Lemon got fired from CNN. That rates only one story on the front of the business section, as opposed to the two stories on the front page of the whole paper that the Times devoted to Tucker Carlson. Only single column stories, though. No big headline for Tucker's demise. And Politico is reporting that nine days after Neil Gorsuch was appointed to the Supreme Court, to the seat hijacked by Mitch McConnell after the death of Antonin Scalia, his two-year quest to sell a 40-acre piece of property in Colorado came to a swift conclusion, as the chief executive of Greenberg Traurig, one of the nation's biggest law firms with a robust practice before the high court, bought it. Gorsuch's financial disclosure form says that he made between a quarter and a half a million dollars on the deal. The disclosure form did not bother to mention that the deal was a real estate deal, Politico reports, nor did Gorsuch fill in the space identifying who had paid him this money. Since then, Politico writes, Greenberg Traurig has been involved in at least 22 cases before or presented to the court, according to a Politico review of the court's docket. In the 12 cases where Gorsuch issued an opinion, the analysis continues. He backed the law firm's clients eight out of 12 times. 
That's the news. Thank you for listening today. May all of your own 3,000 square foot log cabins find suitably generous purchasers. Please subscribe to Indignity to keep us going, and we will talk again tomorrow.